This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray to the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. As you probably know by now, I love to share my opinions on stuff and bring you along for the ride when we're working on stuff or thinking of new approaches, etc. Now, recently, uh, I was following a discussion on a social media platform, Instagram, that arose when somebody decided to create a sort of information resource for blackwater and botanical style aquariums. A commendable, really cool idea, of course. Although, hasn't this blog or podcast sort of been that for the past five plus years? Well, maybe, maybe not. The curious implication, though, is that there's no clear source of good information on this stuff, and it made me kind of sad. I mean, wow, what have I been doing every day for five or six years? Anyway, Interestingly, a lot of people associated with vendors or, you know, defending vendors or jumped on and offered both praise and criticism for this guy's idea saying it's great to have a a non-commercial source of the stuff out there. And, you know, some people love that he was supposedly a non-commercial source for information on this topic, as if every blog or, um, you know, podcast from somebody who has a happens to be a vendor or whatever is, uh, you know, filled with sales pitches and uh, therefore tainted. I mean, the tent's just full of them, right? I mean, it's one big ad. We spend every day just putting out ads for our products in every podcast, right? No, no, no. Newsflash. Not everyone who has a business and a blog or a podcast is a douchebag. Now, some people were offended that somebody was trying to appropriate the thought leadership in our sector. And a few actually called BS and implied something to the effect that, well, that's what Tannen's doing. That's what the tint is all about. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, you know, that being said, uh, you know, I was probably a little ticked off too initially at the assertions by some of the people in there, especially the ones that made the assertions that anybody that has a, uh, that is a vendor has somehow um, overemphasized what we sell over the, the, the bigger picture, which I just, nothing's been further than from the truth than that in terms of what we do here. Um, you know, I hate being heaped into this general characterizations with other people who I know haven't done a responsible job of educating the hobby. I think we have. I can't speak for other vendors. I can only speak for us. But what made me perhaps most upset about this whole weird thing was that somebody implied that we were telling people that, you know, even if you just dump stuff into your water, you have a black water aquarium. It's easy. Uh, and this one person sort of implied that you can only have a real black water, you know, conditions in a biotope aquarium, which is bizarre and off base in every sort of way. I mean, downright bullshit, really. From somebody who no doubt has never read or listened to a single one of our podcasts or blogs. So I thought that was really strange, especially because, you know, he implied that our costly botanicals are simply to produce color in the water. I mean, good God, it's crazy. I mean, if there's one thing that you can take away from over five years of this blog and two years now with this, or over a year now with this podcast, it's that we've never made those types of claims. In fact, in dozens of posts, magazine articles, podcasts, club talks, and interviews all over the world, it's that 
one thing that we say is that adding botanicals to your aquarium does not automatically create a blackwater aquarium. In fact, just last week, I think we published another podcast blog about this very topic, revisiting the definition of blackwater and the chemical and ecological parameters which define it. So it's frankly bizarre to me how some people automatically assume that anyone who's taking a position on something, particularly when he or she owns a business, is a charlatan of sorts. It's exacerbated when the accuser has not done their homework. These blanket accusations kind of suck. Well, we you know, appreciate people jumping to our defense, which is really cool. I think it was quite unnecessary. Our body of work speaks for itself. And personally, I think we've been doing a pretty good job over the last five years of calling bullshit on, well, bullshit in this hobby sector. Uh, I guess that seeing this stuff sort of left me with one of those really bad tastes because it was such an inaccurate assertion. And I hate injustice or inaccurate assertions people make. And unfortunately, inaccurate assertions about the particular type of aquarium that we play with here are rampant in the hobby. In our world, that means people, you know, are seeing the cool look and unique benefits of botanical style aquariums without making the effort to study the functions, the occurrences and processes which we really need to expect and embrace when creating these aquariums. A lot of hobbyists, and I know this because I talk to a lot of them, simply don't feel the need to learn all of the good, the bad, and the ugly of this stuff before jumping in. I mean, these aquariums look so cool, and there are so many out there. They can't be hard, right? It's got to be easy. Botanicals have to stay crisp, you know, crisp and pristine and clean and perfect forever, just like in an aquarium ornament or something, because it's all about the look, right? I mean, that guy's tank on Instagram was so cool. Okay, that's the disconnect, in my opinion. That's the real pet peeve of mine, too, as you probably know. Botanical-style aquariums are not a style of aquascaping. They're a methodology, an approach to keeping an aquarium, uh, to keeping an aquarium, and in a, with an approach comes unique functions and aesthetics. The aesthetics being a small but important and alluring part of the whole thing, really. And I think that maybe some of this might be a family to me, the vendor and so-called hobby authority, because I need to find even better ways to get more of the information into the ultimate consumer's hands, not just pretty pics and videos. My blogs, my podcasts, and articles need to be more available, I guess. I'll work on it. In general, though, it's also a failing of many vendors in the aquarium hobby, you know, hobby industry in general for trying to do all that they can to get people to simply purchase stuff without offering education in equal quantities. This has created a rampant skepticism. A healthy skepticism is good, but a rampant one is not. And a blanket skepticism is even worse. And now I say many of these vendors because there are a lot of vendors that do a fantastic job of educating too. And a lot of people that own companies that happen to be fantastic job of educating without trying to sell something. Yet there's always room for improvement everywhere. And finally, perhaps most important, it's every bit as much about the individual hobbyist who often jumps into something without making more than the most cursory, most superficial effort to learn more about what they're doing in the hobby for jumping in. A lack of personal responsibility to educate oneself. This isn't a new phenomenon. It's been around for decades. I remember reading Tropical Fish Hobbyist magazine when I was a kid, and without knowing, you know, and a reader would write into about some little fish they bought at the local fish store on impulse without knowing what it really was, only to just be schooled by the magazine's editors because they bought a baby gar or something crazy like that. I understand that sometimes it's okay to learn on the fly. That's fun for a lot of people. I know quite a few hobbyists like that. The kind who throw away the instructions on the new, you know, aquarium controller they just purchased and jump right in and start flipping switches and pressing buttons. And that's okay for some people, I suppose. However, 
If you're going to leap before you look, shouldn't you at least consider what it is that's supposed to be happening in your aquarium? I think so. So yeah, I do call BS on some of this stuff. I encourage every hobbyist to at least make some effort to understand what they're getting into before they go full speed ahead. In this age of Google and Facebook and tons and tons of forums, there's simply no excuse for doing something in the hobby and being unpleasantly surprised when things go exactly as they're supposed to, simply because you didn't bother to do your homework to know that this is normal. Although I put out what I feel is a ton of accessible information, I obviously don't make enough of it or make it more easily accessible to reach every single person on every occasion. There's still a lot of skepticism of anything put out by a, a vendor, and I guess that's somehow automatically tainted in most people's minds. I, I've said this again and again already, but it's, I think it's really true. I think people have this built-in uh, you know, skepticism, which can be healthy, but it can also be detrimental. Now, one thing I can do is keep fighting the good fight. I can keep working on this, keep trying to find new ways to reach people, and I will, and that's my obligation, and that's my responsibility. And to my fellow hobbyists, well, we should all get off our asses and read. That's my metaphorical spanking for you. I mean, just because you might have to do a little research and, you know, uh, uh, here or somewhere else to learn about something that you're supposedly enjoying and, and interested in, and, you know, have to do some of that hard stuff, it doesn't mean that you're somehow a victim of marketing manipulation or something. There's just no excuse for being ignorant in today's world. Information is so readily available. You need to educate yourself. You need to go beyond simply looking at pictures. You need to put in the work. And you need to know that even if you study and go carefully, stuff can still go wrong. And you need to know that there is no one person who knows all this stuff. We're dealing with nature and she controls the game. She dictates the process, she creates the aesthetics, and she determines the outcomes. Anyone who has kept aquariums for any length of time knows that you can't do everything, you know, and expect a perfect outcome. In fact, you can't do everything by the book and expect things to be perfect. Stuff could still fall flat and fail. It's kind of part of the wonder of nature and the awesomeness of the universe. Anyone who thinks otherwise is just full of shit. So what we can do, what we all can do, hobbyists, vendors, and lovers of aquariums, is to observe, to learn, and share our experiences for the benefit of everyone. Because nothing sucks more in the hobby than finding out after the fact that if you knew all the details, you might not have taken the leap quite so quickly. Now, getting back to that guy who wants to create a supposedly non-commercial clearinghouse for information on Blackwater botanical style aquariums, I say go for it. Yeah, I changed my tune a little bit. It's good to have a lot of sources of information on this stuff. It's bigger than just one company, one author, or one opinion on stuff. I hope you succeed if your heart's in the right place, and I pray that it is. However, however, understand that acquiring and gaining thought leadership and authority is not just a thing you do. I suppose being one is really sexy to some people, yet it isn't just about getting you know Facebook likes or Instagram or Twitter follows. It's about responsibility and sharing from personal experiences. It's about doing the right thing. It's not about bloviating like you know everything or simply sharing other people's work and using it to enhance your own credibility. Nope. It's about putting yourself out there every day and taking sometimes unpopular or controversial positions because it's what you believe. It's hard work and it's a big responsibility. It's an awesome hobby, a lifetime hobby. 
please treat it as such rather than just a quick, easy thing to do on a weekend or, or even the, the project of quickly getting attention and moving on to the next thing. Please take the time to read, to study, to execute, and to share. Call out incorrect information and outright bullshit when you see it and offer a contrary helpful position when you do. Educate yourself. Make use of the abundant resources out there, even if you have to dig just a bit. Make Google your friend. Talk to fellow hobbyists. Reach out if you're not sure. Don't assume stuff. Don't let ignorance be your companion on this journey. Don't just rely on what you skimmed over or what you heard. Even if it's from me, <laughs> put in the work. You should want to because it's just about everything that, that's cool and desirable in an aquarium requires some effort. It's hard. And yeah, we told you so. Stay excited. Stay observant. Stay smart. Stay open-minded, stay skeptical, stay engaged, and stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Ten and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tenth.